Welcome to the Love and Sex Report. This week, we're going to be talking a lot about sex, especially today. We've got Sandra Daughtery, who is actually a sex expert from The Nerdist, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And then we've got Simon Marcel. He hosts his own show, which is basically about love, sex, and relationships. It's a two-hour live show, and it's on My Talk 107 in Minneapolis. And 30 stations from Ahat Media, from Chicago to Philly to Washington, so... Just that's one of the 30. Where are you from originally? Paris. Paris. Yes. Oh, and if, and if they Bonjour. know about sex, I don't know, because everybody in Making Paris. love more. Making love. Uh, le petit. What's the, what, is, what does the orgasm mean? Le petit something. More? Right? Le petit quoi? Uh, yeah. Le petit more? Let's between more, I think it is. Yes. A little deaf. Little deaf. A la petite okay. more. Yeah. More. There you go. We also, <laughs> have, <laughs> we also have for the next, uh, also this podcast and the one after, so stay tuned. We've got Tara Suckman. She's going to be reading me and several of our guests, who is the world famous psychic extraordinaire. And her best friend just flew in from Auckland, who is an amazing massage therapist. And she's going to talk to us about the certain points of the body that we can touch and turn on in the erroneous zones to get our lovers to be more receptive to us and that is Jules Bonnie. She came all the way from Auckland. Welcome Jules. Welcome Tara. Okay. Sandra and Simon. Okay. Let's get down to business. First uh, talk of the day is we are going to talk a little bit about pop news. What's happening in pop culture. And uh, interesting story right now is going around where um Khloe Kardashian, you know, had a horrible, horrible week with Lamar Odom, Odom, uh, basically overdosing at the Bunny Ranch back in uh, Nevada, which I thought was an interesting way to go. Okay, supposedly he mixed Viagra. What is it? What did he mix? Um, Herbal Viagra. Sorry, Herbal Viagra and cocaine, and. If you take anything herbal related with pharmaceuticals, it's lethal, so please do not do this at home. I don't know, do you think, guys, that he was trying to commit suicide? What do you think? No, I think he was trying to have a good time. Okay, so he he, <laughs> like he rented little, he rented the place for like five days, and he he got like primo hookers. Um, you know those girls work hard, and I got nothing against them. And I thought it was interesting. Like, was he was he drowning his sorrows um, because of James Harden and Chloe going out? Because he used to stalk her. You know, at Soul Cycle. So I'm just wondering, is this? Do you think this is a common thing right now? People are overdosing the times. They're not getting lo- the love they want, and you know we've seen a lot of. Uh, deaths in the last year a lot of people overdosed so what do you think i think it's it's a sign of despair it's not it's all the addicts whether you take alcohol or Mm -hmm. cocaine or heroin it's not so much about chloe or anything else Mm -hmm. i think anytime every day people die of this and only them know the reason of the darkness uh because he's famous you can make it this a or b but i really have other friends that i addict talk to them and Mm -hmm. i think it's really the result of this addiction at one point you know, you, you so Marcel, do you think that Simon, he got, Simon. So, excuse me, Simon. So Simon, do you think that you were basically saying that he can get over this? Because now the rumor is today that they canceled their divorce. They had applied for the paperwork. It's coincidentally the judge did not push the paperwork through. They're backlogged at the courthouse, and they decided to cancel it. And she's going to go back to him and help him. Well, I think Ryan Seacrest is a genius producer. And I think for the Kardashians' sake, this is the best move ever. Uh, oh, to you, keep think it's a, you think it's a... Fr- L- listen. I don't really think you overdose for TV. No, I don't think so. But the result of this, the result of this, like mm-hmm. everything that's happened with them mm-hmm. creates for the show ratings that are unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Khloe Kardashian loves him. She's going to do the best as a friend. The rest, you know, who knows? I think an addict like him needs a lot of help from AA and others organization. I don't know. She couldn't help him before. I mean, I, I, help him I'm now. a daughter of an alcoholic. And nobody, anybody else here has, pro- has people in their lives. I've, I've dated enough people in the program. I think that, you know, if you want to get well, it's one thing. But do you think this is her pushing him to get well? Or what do you think? Do you think that this is her, him trying to get well? And this is like a cry for help. And now I'm going to hit bottom. I'm going to go to rehab. And I'm going to clean my ass up. And I'm going to end up back on the Lakers. What do you think? As someone who has hit rock bottom, as someone who's dated addicts, as someone who's been in a variety of relationships and seen so much in the world, I really feel like it's not my place to assume what's going on there. I feels a little like irresponsible to, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I think it's this. It feels like um, that I totally agree that the PR machine and the Kardashian business model is that they are basically creating uh, real life drama and then taking advantage mm-hmm. of it. I think that if, you're, if your relationship isn't working, having someone hit bottom and then that being the reason you stay is incredibly unhealthy. I feel that, uh, you know, it's just 
it's just that we often don't make the best decisions for our own lives, and it's juicy to watch other people fuck it up even more than we do. Can okay. I curse? I don't know. Okay. Um, well, speaking of the Kardashians, well, he's Kim, manageable Kim, now. Today's, right, exactly. Today's Kim Kardashian's birthday. She's on the cusp of uh, Scorpio and Libra. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Kim. Happy birthday, Kim. Happy birthday, Kim. No more plastic surgery, Kim. Not for your birthday. Okay, and then we're, let's talk about the Real Housewives. So the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are going on the most shocking vacation ever, says Radar Online. So I don't think this is shocking. Maybe for Kyle because she's she's basically converted to Judaism, but it's Dubai. Why is that shocking? Does anybody think that's shocking? I don't. I personally think no. that's a great country. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's prosperous. Are you serious? What? Some. I think there's better place to go than Dubai, really. <laughs> well, no, they're making it like some like they're going to a faraway place that they normally wouldn't go to. And um, Dubai has the Sex and the City connotation on the on the second movie. They went to Dubai. It was very you know, uh, haremish and, and. Would you it, Would you want to go there? I wouldn't go as a Jew. I'm Jewish too, so. But, I, but right. I don't practice. But I don't practice. But I don't feel comfortable going to the Middle East right now. Maybe Israel because I believe the Mossad will protect me. But I don't feel like I really want to go to Egypt and see the tombs of the pharaohs and really study the hieroglyphics and I. I feel it's a little dangerous right now. I wish they would yeah. go to Paris, where I come from. I, they, I no, they already went to Paris. They oh, already did Paris. Paris. So Paris is old. Paris France. is old. They did. Maybe the south of France. But anyway, God. Morocco's where I really want to go because I love Moroccan furniture. Okay, let's talk about the Beyonce situation. This is weird. She's on the carpet. She's getting fussed over by her assistant, and supposedly she snapped. Uh, she wore an oxblood gown with a plunging neckline, and I guess she showed a little too much cleavage. Like who's <laughs> not showing? I mean, look at the picture, guys. And if you're if you go online right now to, I believe it's Radar, oh, Celebrity News on Radar, they'll show you that she's wearing this long plunging down to the. I mean. I don't, as a man, do you yes. like these type of outfits that are too much, too big reveal? I think they're silly. Okay, because I think it's, you know, that whole J-Lo on the carpet with P. Diddy back at the Oscars. I thought it was a little too much, and I thought she looked ridiculous with, with the tits hanging out. It's not my thing. And maybe because I'm a large-chested 34 double D woman that I, I didn't buy my breasts. I feel a little bit more modest. You got lucky. Yeah, well, well, you I know, guess I come so. from France where the women are naked on the beach, so mm -hmm. the, the, during the, the time they're in the, in, on the city, or uh, they don't show anything. So this right. is the contrary. Here, you show anything, it's a big scandal. Over mm -hmm. there, you just cover yourself and show everything at the beach. Yeah, well, I don't have a problem with the, all the cleavage. I, I will say that when you're in a industry where people are prodding you and like, treating you like an object, even though you're kind of the boss of your own objectification, it still can be irritating. So I think it just was just like, I'm a person! Yeah, but the Crazy Horse Saloon in um, Paris, the champagne tit, which is the B cup, is like the dream boat to European men, you know? Most women do not have 34 double D tits in France. I'm mean, just going to give you that. So when they go buy them... Yeah, Simon. Well, no, I've been to France. I've seen it. And when you, when what you, is Simon like? What he just said. Which Simon? Do you like a mouthful or more? Uh, a mouthful is nice. Uh, you want more? I, you, know, you want no, more? Like you see, you're so American now. Wonderful. Oh, Simon. I like them all. Why not? Mm. You know, as long as they will, it's better. But if not, I still okay. love them. Yeah, so in the, the rainbow. So in the car coming over, I, I drove uh, Jules and Tara. And we were talking about a couple of our friends who had threesomes and what do you call a four? A quad? Quad. Yeah, I don't know. So. Um, Jules was telling Marsons. us how wonderful it is. I've never had one. Tara, have you had one? A threesome? Oh, my God, on the radio. We're in no, sex. This no, is not a sex report. No, I've always been married. And you're such a liar. Tara was a hippie back in the you-know-what. Tara, <laughs> so have you, had a, have you had a threesome, Simon? Never had the chance. Can you, you believe that? But All they these seem years, like you would be so into it. I, I did never, With that nobody accent? Nobody offered me the, oh, the, uh, the threesome, the ménage à trois. Never to this day. I, I missed the, 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 the train, I guess. Did you? Really? Sandra. The train, Sandra, the train is always at the station S waiting S for you. Sandra, <laughs> have you, you've seemed like you've had a wildlife. Have you had a threesome? I haven't. I would say that I've had actually had a fairly chill life, but I definitely choose my friends and my parties wisely. So yeah, I've had threesomes, but it's more like, oh, there are three people in this situation. I guess you'd call this a threesome. It's more like that. Right? Two guys and a girl, or two girls and a guy? More, uh, more women than men. Jules, what did you have? Two girls and a guy. Uh, or three girls. <laughs> Which one did you have, Jules? A guy and a girl. A guy and a girl. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Did the guy know exactly like like how to give you attention? Like I'm selfish. I don't like to share. So I don't think I, I would push that bitch off. Say, so get the fuck over there. I'm riding him now. Get off. You know, and I don't know how I would handle it. I do group sex in a different way where I'm not You do group sex. Okay, go in there. a different way. Whereas if I want to have more than one partner at one time, it's more like who here has 
has a desire or an urge. Oh, you'd like to experience sensation here and there. Okay, let's go team. You do this, I'll do that. It's more like everyone gets in on the same project, not like I need the stuff. Like if somebody has a fantasy of it being all about them, then okay, let's all focus on this person. And so, but then, so you're like psychic when you have sex. No, I mean, you talk about it and you go, Ooh. Oh wait, you have a conversation ahead of time? Yeah. This is or, with the wine? You have the wine in the conversation and yeah, then, you, or then maybe, you take your clothes off? Or maybe things are happening I just want to know the rules of having a threesome just in case I ever get there because I'm single now. The so more, I can do anything when I want. Like nobody can tell me what to do. This is like, first I was really depressed about being single. Now I'm just like, How fuck. long have you been single? Um, since April. What so happened? Can, he broke up or he broke up with I you? broke up with him. Yeah, But why? I mean, it was mutual. It was like, I mean, well, no, actually it wasn't mutual. It was more me. Um, Tell us why. Because he's not at my level. He's not conscious enough for me. Conscious of what? My new word. Conscious of word. what? Thank you, Blake so Vogel, for consciousness. Um, I'm very spiritual. I'm very metaphysical. And he wasn't awake enough for me. He's not, he's a little, he, he wasn't, I, I felt more like his mother. Than his oh really? Yeah. Was he younger than you? Yes, but that's not anything uh, to do. He's only eight years younger. I don't like older men, so there you go. You don't like older men? No, I've had older men. I like them younger. I like them a little bit younger. Ten, <laughs> ten down, ten up. You know, not more than that. Okay. Like within the pop culture range, but I never had this experience. Like in my, it's the first time in my life where I have a lot of money. Um, I have the freedom to do what I want. I have a lot of downtime till the show starts shooting in the new year, and it was like shit. I could do what I want, and I, you know, I didn't have anyone beholding me. I didn't have dogs and have kids. It was like. Holy shit, so all we did was travel. Me and T Tara traveled all over the world this year. We went to Thailand, we went to Hong Kong. I just went to Sedona last week, and I'm going back next week. And, and it was just like- you don't miss your boyfriend? Mm, not really. I mean, I miss- A little bit. I miss the cuddling, and I miss the spooning, although he was not the greatest spooner. I miss the spooning, and I do miss sex. I miss sex. You do miss so, sex. But I can't have sex so, without emotion. I'm not one of those girls who can just say, hey, buddy, let's go for we're it. on the sex talk, so tell us what kind of sex do you like? Oh, I like- um, I like, let's see, I'm, I'm not like crazy kinky. So I like, I like, it's about quality, not um, quantity. So, so I love French kissing till the cows come home, which, which most California men do not have a French kiss. That's why in the show I always say, you gotta have a kiss, it's gotta be French, because then I can feel yay or nay, we're gonna go past the point of no true. return. What's a good French kiss? French kiss can, it's like where they're not sloppy with their tongues, there's not water flowing out of your mouth like a fish, you know? And it's just like you, you just intermingle, like you're doing a <laughs> dance in your mouth, basically. You're doing, you're doing, I would say it's a slow waltz. Mm -hmm. A slow waltz, not a rumba. But you a can change waltz. direction. Yes. You, well, and then I love to be dominated. So I'm totally beta at home and alpha at work. So I like to be thrown against the wall, pull my hair, do a little, you know. And you said yeah. you're not that kinky? No, I mean, I love doggy <laughs> style. I'll do it. You don't like, like doggy style? No, I don't really like That's it. That's disappointing. No, I like, I like missionary the best because I like to look at the person. I like staring at everything and looking at it. I'm very visual, very visual. And I love sleeping in the spoon position. I love being naked in the spoon. I just love the spoon. The spoon is everything. You're very touchy. Very touchy. Nice. I, my first language of love is touch. My second is gifts. So I obviously, and then when I'm single, it switches to gifts first and, and touch second. So obviously, if you don't give me gifts, you don't get touch. Are you serious? I don't know. I took the test. One is couples and one is singles, <laughs> and I figured it out, and they were both basically the same. But it's just interesting when you're single um, and you're at this age, you can really define your own course. And it's almost like at first you get scared because you're like, wait, the routine oh, is not working anymore. And now it's kind of like exciting, you know? Not that I want to stay this way forever. I'm definitely a relationship. You want to go back to relationship? Yeah, I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready for the well, first or better one. What? First a threesome. Oh, I don't know. Should I do it? Well, why don't you be the unicorn? You can find a couple that you're attracted to, and then you can be the third. No, I don't want to be like with a couple. It has to be three single people. No, I, won't don't, no I, won't, I won't like the fact if he looks at his wife better than me. It's not going to work. Because you can't, you can't. You see, with a threesome, and just fr from experience, I had to say, it was a long time ago, but... You, you can't get emotionally involved. It's got to be organic. Oh, well, and it then I need a lot of tequila. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the liquor there of love. Go. The liquor of love, tequila. <laughs> or PS match. I need my wine, you know, because yeah. that gets a sh my wine makes you juicy goosey downstairs. So okay. I can definitely do that. But so I wanted to know from you guys, like, what's the one thing you haven't done in bed? Because you talk about sex all the time. You talk about it on your on your show. Yeah. What haven't you done that you want to do? When people say they have fantasies, what's your fantasy? I always wanted to be uh, abducted by aliens and just pleasured. <laughs> do they have the Do orbit. they have a penis or no penis? They like have the tentacles mainly. So they're oh, so they're putting tentacles in you. Sure, no okay. penis. I mean, there's penises on the end of their tentacles. Uh, clearly, obviously, but right? Are they, so wait, so when they're playing with your clit, so to speak, so there's a lot of 
hands going there. It's Tentacle complicated. Hands. I'm on a, on a table, and the aliens. Oh, you're like a being examined, and yeah, and there's a whole thing. Like, there's. I mean, <laughs> if we talk about fantasy, there's plenty of fantasy that we can't actually experience, like in real life. And then you know, and there's um, like things that we haven't done yet. I mean. I feel like there's so much more that I haven't experienced. Okay, so what, what haven't you, have you been with a woman? Yes. So have I. Okay, have you been with a woman, Tara? <laughs> you ask me. Did this I? is the love. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm playing Did have I you ever. speak up in the car? Have you ever? <laughs> Let Jules, alone on the Jules, radio. have you been with a woman? Yeah, because yeah, she's a Gemini. She yeah. can tell, Sagittarius all of a sudden is blushing here on the left. Okay, and... Have you been with a man? No. No. And of course you would say, even if you weren't, you'd be on the DL and that's you would not, never admit it, right? That's not my thing. It's not your thing? No, I love even women. In, even in like in boarding school back in France? Never. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing? You didn't, you didn't go across okay. the pond to Britain and just play a little Question. soccer in the field or something? <laughs> little, rugby, little, boys, little rugby, little rugby, little rugby. British boys would like that, Patty. The British right. boys are a bit that kinky stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Not the French, we love women. But did you, you ever masturbate in a circle with your other uh, friends? Mm. Never. Who, who could squirt really? the farthest? Who could squirt the farthest? Who could squirt the yeah, farthest? I, I have not played that game. Okay. Have you ever had a squirter? No. Have you? Have I ever had a? Do you mean like a, a girl squirt? A female squirt? A fe yeah. Yes. You have. Yeah. Have you? No. Have you ever squirted? I I don't think so. No. I might have like had a lot of little bit of water once in a while, but not like a lot of not that squirt that you see on the porn where they're like dripping and the <laughs> it's like old faithful coming like out of their mouth. A lot of that is is actually peeing. Like they're doing that for the. But camera, wait, can so I ask you a question? Are they really orgasming when they when they get when they get touched in the squirt position? Squirting and uh, if you mean ejaculation and orgasm are two separate functions and you can have them at once and you don't have to so it's okay. i mean it might might not okay now let's talk about okay so there are spots on the body mm -hmm. that can heat you up quicker so i always said women are like microwaves okay i mean excuse me women are like uh crock pots and men are like i'm tired today women are like crock pots and men are like microwaves okay so men can go from one to 106 seconds and women slowly heat up takes about 20 minutes to preheat the oven all right so what spot is the best spot, being that you're a sex expert for women, that you should tell your man to turn on to make you go really hit the sheets I'm hard. all ears. I reject the idea of spots because then we start just poking people like we're texting their body. Okay, you don't have to, okay, so massage so, it, touch it, love it, kiss well, it, Well, I'm just saying more, I think I, when we're trying to turn people on, we need to go more broadly in terms of touch. Mm -hmm. um, just like in massage, right? Where you're not just suddenly like hitting all of the right. the pressure points that need some massage. You're, you're doing big compression movements. Mm -hmm. So one move I learned many years ago uh, from a class taught by a woman named Midori. I actually just attended her playful uh, rope bondage workshop and it was mm -hmm. fantastic. But she has a move that I, I tell people about called the pussy hug, which is all about... What's a pussy hug? So it's like if you squeeze your forearm, mm -hmm. a lot Let's of people... Squeeze our forearm. If you squeeze your okay. forearm, you might feel a lot of pressure on, under your fingertips. Like you're That's where you're pressing a lot. Mm -hmm. So instead of um, doing that, you want to open your hand, press down flat with your palm, put all that pressure there. Why aren't you doing it, Simon? I don't Simon? have a pussy. I mean, why, why would that work on me? <laughs> you might, yeah, you might make sense. That's right, though. He's We're right. I also teach people this for hand, good hand drop maneuvers. Oh, very good. So press with your palm and then relax your fingers over so that you're, you, so you want to play with how you press on the body with a, a broad, evenly okay. pressured hand. So, so so this is something that men can do to women, right? Yeah, and, and people can do to themselves. Okay. Um, uh, if someone is having a hard time getting erect, you can do it to them. Okay. But mainly for vulvas, if you do that and so so the clit's like a really popular girl who has social anxiety you don't want to look her directly in the eyes or bug her like immediately like you want to make her feel safe so you say hi to the whole party first and you like so you want to press everything and so the the trick of the pussy hug is that you press and then you do nothing and that way you're offering up something for her to grind against you're encouraging blood flow to the area and so while let's say you're making out or talking dirty or whatever you're doing you're um you're Closing the gap between how y your body, if you're if you're with a, a woman, and and where she gets aroused. So okay, okay. Yeah. so Mr. Marcel, okay, Simon, please. okay, I like to call you Mr. Marcel because it's so sexy. Okay, okay. Simon, okay, Simon, Simon, okay, so we girls want to master the blowjob. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you feel that's the gateway to a man, the blowjob? Absolutely. Okay, so what should we do that you know? You obviously, get rid of your teeth. 
you know, go go totally right. toothless. But other than that, what is the best way to give the best blowjob? Do you have to deep throat it? Like, what are the what I are the tricks? So. You First do? of all, the American women have, have they all have a gift compared to any women I've been with. It's a national really? sport in this country. National <laughs> sport. I, I agree. I, I, I personally think I'm one of the best, but I, whatever. Okay. I'm sure you are very good. I I, I came to the states 18 years ago from mm-hmm. France. Mm-hmm. Uh, the French women are way more into the actual act of sex. But do they swallow? And you know what we say, Jewish girls do swallow. That's an urban myth that we don't. Do you? Of course. Okay. I have to finish properly. Th- I like that. I like my proteins. I'm I like not that. Jewish. But you do swallow. No. No, you don't. Yeah, no. of course Why not. So. Uh, just the texture thing. Bad form. Oh, I, I'm, I definitely create a good product. Really? I'm, yeah. And you don't swallow? Then what happens? Then what happens? He's going to feel like you don't like him anymore. And oh. you expect him to lick you and you don't swallow? <laughs> That's a, that's, this is a really fascinating. This is a really fascinating uh, idea. When my clit doesn't uh, put forth juice, uh, my vaginal opening does, so they can be at my clit all day and not be like drowning. Uh, and <laughs> one giant glob in your mouth is a little different than sort of like a gradual. Okay, hello. but sometimes, sometimes when you taste him, you'll know whether you want to taste him again. There's like kind of like this thing going on. It's almost like you got great champagne or shitty beer. So it's you know you want to continue. But okay, so what should we do? Give uh, us some pointers. Listen. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, um, the analogy is if you think, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same, how can I say this properly? The more you suck on the penis, the penis, softly, I love the way he says the, the more penis. we're going to come hard. Wait, so the so, more you talk, it's so- softly versus softly uh, and, and, and then slowly deep throat. Some guys like this or different. Some like, so like you deep, like the deep throat. I like that a lot. Okay. Are you yes. that large that you like the deep throat? I don't know, normal, but it's just think that the, the, Slowly but surely is very exciting. And then there's two kind of women, the women who like it and the women who don't. And, and the men can feel that. Do you work do you end up marrying the woman are you married? No, I'm single. Okay. Do you end up marrying the woman who who likes it versus you are you are just like want to train the one who doesn't to like it? I think that you can't train nothing because either you are really into it or you're disgusted. So is and that why all my the women are disgusted by th- giving head. Is that why all my ex boyfriends always come back for more? Because they don't Probably. leave me alone she, for that. She's the queen of blowjob. I, I that's a great. I mean, I you. squeegee. I do everything. That's good. Don't forget. I, f- the, I feather the balls. Yes, I go through the nice. uh, the thighs. They like the thighs. They, like the, nice. they love the thighs. It's nice, yeah. nice, Patty. I like See? that. You like my, my like, technique? Yeah, good okay. technique. Yeah. Good technique. Jules, do you have to throw in any? So Jules, you're a masseuse. Jules is now back on track here. She's like waking up. Okay, Jules. So, being a masseuse, when you actually give a man a, a massage, which mm-hmm. she did over the weekend to two of my friends this weekend, do they get aroused down there like normally if you get in that area? Yeah. And what do they do? Do they adjust themselves? What happens? <laughs> I always want to know. Well, you can tell because they're, f- well, f- you know, face down. Obviously, face up is pretty, you know, face up is different. But yeah, of, of course. I mean, as long as they're not, if they're gay, well, obviously not, but. Yeah. Why, if they're gay, they won't get aroused by you? No. Even if they close their eyes, they don't know who the difference is? No. Because they see me when I first... So they have a visual. So if they're visual... Mm-hmm. Okay, so when the guy's straight, mm-hmm. do, you, do you say anything? You don't, you've never given anyone a happy ending, have you? Uh, no. Oh, at that was work. a hesitation. She has. She my, has. No, no, no. At my work? No, yeah. never. No, never. Because it's professional. You know, for it's free. A, it's a, for, for free? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what, what spot should a girl do to a guy that you know Will immediately get them aroused when they're doing them. It's like a lot, sometimes you start off with a massage, with 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 your lover. I'm not an expert on this because it's okay, we're not asking for expertise. We're okay. just asking for Jules' wisdom. With with you, look, right? this girl has hands like God. I'm not fucking kidding. She did my feet two days in a row. She did two of my friends on the neck and the shoulders. I had pulled my neck out. She act. I was going to go to the chiropractor this weekend. She actually touched me and it went away. Okay, so. All modesty aside, you know, it's like you and those, you know, I don't even want to call you Brits because you're an Aki, which is means a Kiwi. So they don't want to ever admit that they're good at something. But all that aside, you now have to teach someone what to do to get them aroused. What are you going to say? With with massage, right? With women, women massaging men. Um, so what are the spots? Is that what you're Where, Where's about, the spot or? that'll get them going? Because some people have problems where they can't get an erection, especially for 45 when their testosterone drops. 
Simon is paying attention right now, by the way. I'm 47, (laughs) but I don't have the problem. Okay. Well, you're French and you're Jewish, that's why. For me, and it's just from the the limited experience I've had, it's Mm. through definitely anything through the thighs, for sure. And so it's the thighs. That's what I always felt. I definitely. felt it was the That's thighs. Good. Good. Yeah, I definitely. sensatory felt that, yeah. And through kind of where the and the glutes. Yeah. You know, where the butt yeah, yeah. But and some men don't like you going too far towards the hole of the butt. No, they no, get no, really for sure. freaked out. They'll but, get freaked but out. I don't like it when but you the touch best me. Now. Place, the secret yeah. is yeah. the ankles. <gasps> What, the, the ankles? The ankles. Behind. The ankles are the gateway to the not, to, to, to the not, to the best blowjob ever. Not. <laughs> I'm lost. Not the front of the ankles. The back of the ankles. So where the Achilles tendon meets the I'm, heel. All right, I'm playing with it right now. Let's no, see. you've got to let me do it. I okay. can't. You can't do it to yourself. Wait. So it's interesting. So the ankles Show in the us. back. Show an- us. Ankles <laughs> in the back. Here, here. The ankles. She's gonna do it. The ankles in the back. Okay. Do I need this? <laughs> yeah. The ankles. Patty's I'm putting my leg up. up. Okay, guys. So, no, here we go. so if you're so. with your friend right now, I take your leg and put it in I the can. other person's lap. You're gonna be face down. Okay. Well, okay. Jules, move over. Make yourself comfortable. It's you know it's a podcast. You can push that. You can turn it off. You can turn it off. Okay. Yeah. He actually. I'll, uh, oh wait, or who's gonna talk yeah. about what she's actually doing? Okay, so oh, you can talk. <laughs> okay, you can <laughs> well, talk I can't see, but as long as somebody. Okay, go, Sandra. Give good podcast. So, so your hand, I see that your hand is under the Achilles heel, right? It's like a complete, you, you make You're cupping it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're cupping it. Totally so cupping. she's cupping, the, and it actually feels really good, by the way. It feels better once we're not in the studio. Okay, well, keep going, keep going. So and she's going. Massaging which part? So, so you're massaging through from where the Achilles tendon finishes and the heel starts. It's right. You oh, make a natural so cup with your hand. So it's like a three to four inch area. And that, yeah, for sure. Like a fun little for runway. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like and how that will influence any erection. Oh, yeah. Believe me, it does. So the blood, does the blood it's flow faster when you do that? It's more... <laughs> This is unbelievable I, I, what I'm I witnessing. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's better face down because then I can get a good flow on this area. So wait. So you're face down. So pre- picture this. So down. you're giving you're giving your man a massage. He's face down on the pillow, yeah. and instead of going all the way to the top of the of the back, you're going all the way down to the ankle. You're turning. Remember, he's over, so his feet are down, and his ankles are up in the air, and you're slowly massaging the ankle. Now, are oh. you doing a pinching motion and pressing on either side yes. of the tendon? You're not pressing like straight down no. on the actual no. tendon. Okay. So that, no. that no. actually felt good. That felt <laughs> really good. But that felt good or that feels like making you hot and, and aroused? I'm horny right now. I can, do, I can do it. Okay, anyway, but the point of the story is I don't have a penis. So I'm using, I'm, So take the penis, which the penis is laying dormant. It's all alone. It's right. saying, are you going to ever touch me? Because remember... The secret sauce to sex that lasts in its quality is going slow. Men immediately want to stick it in. They just want to stick it in a doorknob. They but want to stick it in. Why. Right. It's like they take the flashlight out, you know, and they stick it in in that little contraption that everyone's got to make it look like, feel like it's a, it's a pussy, but it's really yeah, isn't. Yeah, but why, son? But, but why? Because we're in pain. What women do not understand, the minute visually we get aroused, we have an extra testosterone. Until it's released, we are in pain. We are pad pad of pain. Like what kind of pain? Describe from one to ten what kind of pain. A frustration up to ten could reach ten. And that's why, and as you get older... I think the French get ten. I don't know about the American men. I think any man aroused by a beautiful woman, the wheel creates too much testosterone. And until we have, you know, come, we are suffering. And that's why the sooner the better for us. Because we're in pain. Well, is that why? Okay, so are you talking about like, like literally like doc? I can you can you prescribe me something? Pain is what you're saying because I feel like you no, need to go to a doctor. Yes, That's what I'm feeling. Like you need to go see a doctor. doctor. <laughs> it's a, no, but this is why do men go to all the, the prostitution and the, and the massage parlor for happy ending for one reason to, to get calm, rid of the testosterone to collect climax because to climax. they've had enough. And the thing is, women are so emotional and men are just physical. We're chemical. It doesn't matter in the dark who gives you a good oral sex. It doesn't matter. We'll come the same. Women are not like that. And so when when young men, especially, suffer from the age of 15 to you know probably 25, it's a huge pain. They can't take it anymore. As you grow older, you have less testosterone and you're more at peace and a better lover. But that's really why most men want to come so, so quickly. No, that makes a lot of sense. So the key is like my ex would always want to stick it in as we just got it started and he wasn't great with the foreplay and the kissing and stuff. And it used to drive me crazy because I'm like, whoa, whoa, I can't get, catch up to you that fast. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to explode. And he, man, one to 100. It was like, how fast? Really fast. I mean, he t- we touch each other and he would be like ready. It was like amazing. And how long is too long for you, Patty? I mean, like I needed like 10 minutes to warm up. I'm not 10 asking. minutes to warm up and then how long for the... The hanky spanky. Hanky spanky. I don't know, 15, 20, like going 15, right 20 in. for you and for you. 
Oh, it totally depends. Three hours, but I've ten never, minutes. Totally depends. I've never had it, like, I've had it with only one person where I immediately came immediately, like, when they touched you. It was, like, one of those, and it was, must have been a chemical thing. And I was mm-hmm. really young. I was in dirty 30s. If for those in the 30s, there's this thing called dirty 30s. So, <laughs> for women, we are reaching our sexual peak. Estrogen is surging 50 times faster than any other time in your life. So, you wonder why you go to the bar and you are horny at a comprehension. You will just stick it in, you know, just take anybody. You'll take the gas station attendant home if you feel he's cute. That's because oxytocin is ruling the show. Right. So oxytocin is the bonding agent that is fueled by estrogen that makes you think you're in love. It's a chemical in your body. And the more estrogen you have, the more you feel you're bonded. So that's why you have to be careful who you sleep with. It's not my rule where no sex before monogamy. It's that you're going to get bonded to the wrong guy and you can end up dying over it. You can end up over, over, overdosing over it. It's one of those things you got to be careful who you sleep with. If nothing... F- for you know the chemical reaction but for the spiritual imprint you want to talk about the spiritual imprint when you sleep with someone tara and how you take on their energetic composition home with well, you i'm really good you know as far as i know that how psychic i am and and um you know for sure i can take anybody's imprint home and keep it for a long time but let's but, say the average girl yeah the goes to the gar, girl goes to the bar she's drinking now the holes yeah. in the auric field open up spiritually the etheric field we've studied this on curly photography this is not something we're making up this is science so the holes open up and there are entities and spirits floating around from other dimensions and they yeah, can yeah, blah, 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 do not do, no no, no no you're not you're talking to regular people this is not okay. spiritual people <laughs> and so what happens is they siphon in they want to drink the tequila they want to eat the chocolate they want to have sex then they start fucking what? with your chemical brain and they say oh pick that guy at the bar who cares that he doesn't have a job and he was a serial killer three weeks ago? Just go with him. He's cute. Well, you know, they say that birth control usually... Oh, um, that also well, that's increases the estrogen. Yeah, that, that, that you can pick the wrong person through the uh, birth control. That well, the yeah, pheromones are off. Pheromones are yeah, off. you can't tell yeah, who, mm-hmm. who you should be mating with yeah. anymore. Um, I feel like, I mean, there's so many... I, I deal in the world of like the sex positive movement and a lot of people who are suffering because they feel like they don't align with the norm. So like men who don't feel like they need to come immediately and women who are totally fine with casual sex and lots of people who are... Oh, know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not putting down anyone with casual sex. What I'm saying is you're in the 30s. This is the zone for a. I want to have a baby. Yes, and this however, is the zone for for oxytocin can rule my show. So what? if you make a poor decision, you know you don't hear them after they have sex, and then I'm the one they call and cry. Right, and we're all dealing with a different demographic. I'm just saying that not everyone, and maybe we just have different audiences. But to say like that, be careful in your 30s because you'll get attached. I you think that can't you, unless you can. You can only date by a man. If we took a chemical blood test from you and we found mm-hmm. out you didn't have a lot of oxytocin, then you can date like a man. But if you have too much oxytocin, mm-hmm. you cannot date like a man. You will be sorry. You'll be crying a lot more than you think. That is a scientific fact. We've done studies on it. Okay. And there's also things that we're taught and not taught as we grow up around attachment management. And we're taught what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, and what romance and what being valued for your sexual attraction to Mm -hmm. somebody over time means. Mm -hmm. And so there's lots of layers. I don't agree that it's just oxytocin. um, But I also know that tons of people suffer because they want to have sex. They want to have physical connection. They want to have orgasms. Mm -hmm. But they also get attached. And that's dramatic. But I think that there are lots of reasons for that. And it's not just women and men are uh, don't do that. I, I deal with a well, lot we're talking of about groups. that men don't have oxytocin and gay men don't have oxytocin. Well, you're not, talking lesbians do. have oxytocin. No, they don't. Lesbians have oxytocin and straight women have oxytocin. Well, you're no, talking a factual. about spiritually being connected. No, I was talking about we were talking about spiritual connection. No, we were talking. No, we were talking about spiritual connection. So here's what happens. So you sleep with someone who's not of integrity, or you sleep with someone who's not in your vibrational frequency. You pick up their shit. So if they're poverty consciousness, for instance, and you're prosperity conscious, you'll take home their poverty conscious. If they're depressed, you'll take home their depression. If they're uh, drinking too much, you'll start drinking. It's very common to sleep with a person and take on their shit, and you wonder why you're taking on their shit. It's because you're sleeping with them. There's an energetic connection they call it the kundalini okay and you're vibrating at the same frequency and meeting them at their own level which water seeks its own level so you have to be careful but when you're in the 30s which i wasn't talking about the 20s the 40s whatever 20s are experimental stage you still will get bonded worse than even in the 30s but early 30s is the danger zone i've seen too many women do it and i've studied it with pat allen dr pat allen and i'm not saying don't go have sex and don't free yourself of the pain as you say because <laughs> um, women have pain too like women want to be touched when, if, you're, if your love language is touch you will want to cuddle 
It's just standard operating procedure. But, uh, but as you know, you, you, you know, I've studied Freud and others. I mean, it's the way your parents love you, you love then later on. I mean, I've seen that nonstop all my mm -hmm. life. That's sociological, yes. Always. Right, correct. The subconscious is the most powerful tool we all, all have. For instance, if you have a, a loving dad, you have a, you look at different men. If you have a dad that's abusive to you or pervert or incest, you're going to be crazy for the rest of your life. There's yeah, but don't, never wrong. But I, don't, so I, I think it's not just chemical. It's emotional from this childhood where your, your father, the object of love of any young woman, will show you right or wrong from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And after that, if your father was incestuous, pervert or anything, you'll end up with the crazy people and you'll never remember why and that's unless you work on yourself yes, unless, unless the, you find your you way to back the past, to lean right, you can kiss the future you, you otherwise Right. We also talk about past life regression with Tara. She's an expert in the field. And um, we talk about the past lives to also dictate the road to in your life. And so no if, you're, if you're highly conscious, you know, and, you're, and your subconscious is driving the bus and they're not meeting, okay, in a, in, a, in a very spiritual manner, you know, you can actually be bumping into walls. But if you're very spiritual and you're very conscious, like you meditate every day and you're working on yourself and blah, 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 you know, you clean away the, a lot of the karma of the past lives and the relationship that show up we talk about our soul groups there's soul groups that show up Edgar Casey, the famous psychic in history you can look him up online um, he said that we incarnate with our soul groups and we choose who we marry and who we you know connect so with and bond with you? you had a good father to you no I didn't I was adopted you were adopted mm -hmm. but then the adopted father was he a nice he had man she, no none of them no, were wasn't. my mother picked bad ones yeah bad ones so I mean imagine how difficult it can be for you to know what's right and wrong since the beginning I, I it's came, so confusing I, I came from a very um I can't, I'm an old soul. I came from a very spiritual place. I did not believe. I did not feel what they feel was right. So I always knew immediately that I was an alien in that family and I didn't belong there. So I went this way and they went this way. I and see. I wasn't materialistic and I wasn't the person that had to like move to the suburbs and have the 2.5 kids and do all that. It's been hard for me to find true love, but I don't think there's a lot of choices. Do for you me. know what's true love with a child? Oh like yeah, this? if I saw true love, I'd know it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lover. I'm it. a lover. I know, but have you seen it so far? Um, no, because I. This is interesting. We did uh, a past. Regression many years ago, me and Tara, about two years ago, and in it, I came. Sometimes things will come up from the present and the past life. And in mm -hmm. it, when I was 11, my dad was an alcoholic, and he he had made a bad business decision and lost a lot of money. He pointed his finger at me and said, "You made me lose all my money." Now my mom's not home. He's in the chair smoking his cigars, drinking like his bourbon or whatever. And I just went, "Holy shit! I made him lose all his money." Now mind you, I'm 11, and the whole time I thought, "Oh God, I got to fix this, right?" Because I'm mm -hmm. a kid, right? Yeah. So as I grew up, I always took men who didn't have money. I always made really good money was super successful, didn't listen to anybody else when it came to business. And I picked up, you know, hot guys that mm. couldn't make a dollar with poverty consciousness. And then I said, excuse me, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And I went to Tara, she put me under, and I said, I got to figure out what this block is. And that came up and I didn't remember it till I was under hypnosis. And then we went into a past life to blend the two. But the bottom line is once I did that, I broke up with my boyfriend because his 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 mantra, his program was, I can't make money, I can't make money, and he took a shit out of me. But, I mean, you're a wealthy woman, very successful, you know. You've done really good. You can also have the advantage when you date a man that is not as successful, you, you dominate the situation. He cannot reject you because you own. Wait, slow down, slow down. I don't, I don't dominate. I'm usually beta. So no, what no, do you I mean? Don't, what I, don't, do you I mean, mean psychologically. I don't mean in bed. Okay. When you are successful and yeah. rich like you, yeah. right? You mm -hmm. take a man who's not as successful, you don't risk rejection. If you want to make sure it's Oh, equal, no, 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 no. no. Don't. But okay, so here's the thing. I met a lot of rich men over my life and I was never sexually attracted. And I, when I meet my clients, I don't date my clients. We have a rule in the club. In, in, when you're a matchmaker, you don't date clients it is a very fine line yeah, I'm not talking okay. about the clients. so I'm just letting you know so I like tall athletic hot guys that's what floats my butt that's what gets me wet downstairs I've been attracted to the surfer I've been attracted to the baseball player I've been attracted to those kind of guys since I was a kid and I've tried to go to the short frumpy guy because he's intelligent and powerful and stands on his money and I'm like eh, I can't get it up I but can't get can it have, up for them you can have a handsome tall man that is you equal. Yeah, I just haven't met him yet. Okay. But that doesn't mean he's not out there. He's, I mean, I, I Do you believe it. he's there? Yes, of course I believe he's there. Why do you think I broke up with my boyfriend to find the next one, the right one? Sandra, do you believe in soulmate? Do you believe Oh, not even a little bit. Fully? Well, no, life I mate, don't know. Life oh, you mate. don't? Do you believe no. in life mates? Which means there's a, a partner for you in this lifetime. Yeah, I mean, that's it. it. That's I've more had like plenty of life mates. Pressure, soulmates a big pressure thing. That means there can only be one. Life mates mean there's a lot of compatible people internationally around the world that would be right for you, if I not see. an alien from another mm -hmm. planet. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> right. And you, you had a good father figure? Yeah. 
And so, mm. so you've learned with him how to love a man? I, I have a very complex sexuality, so I mean, I... I'm not talking about the sexuality, she's dual, she's a in, dual the, sex. in the loving, in, in the fact to be in love with and treat a man. Not, mm -hmm. Do you feel you have this ability because your father gave you a little girl this you know, extraordinary love that some fathers give their daughter? I was a very loved child. Like my, it was a lot, an abundance of, of love and affection in my household. Yeah, like you, it wasn't a neglectful household. And do you think yeah. it played on your self-confidence? Because you have that, you yeah. I, I I really do carry a lot of love, and, and I well, feel what about love what about you? What about you? Did you have a wonderful, loving mother? Oh, extraordinary. Well, of yeah. course. You're the, were you the first Jewish-born son? I was. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So f for for those who are Jewish, and you know, I speak your language, okay? A firstborn Jewish son, they are the Messiah, the Moses of the family, <gasps> and they they can do no wrong. <laughs> and so, of course, you're gonna have a mother that loves you to death and suffocates you and does she, everything she you want. She did not suffocate me. She, it's an extraordinary. Well, she well, she was French. They don't always suffocate. They're kind of independent and snooty. You so. know, she, she received from my grandfather this Jewish man all I the love, and she passed it on to me and my brother and my sister. But <laughs> really, it's an ex my mother who's by the way one of the most respectful feminists in the world and a writer and very famous in, in her own uh, really is, has given me my joy of life. What about, what about your dad? What about your dad? My dad is as famous because he was a lawyer and abolished death penalty. Oh. My, my godfather oh, really? was the French okay. president, François Mitterrand. So, so you have like so very famous family, very, very powerful. In, in and so descent. why can't you find true love? How old are you I now? I found three times true love. So what happened? Well, the first time I was 14. And a little too early. Christabel, so it's too early. I wanted to make love. She didn't. She broke up with me. Okay. But we're still friends. The second one was 17. Sabine in Paris in my high school and we did it for two years three years later Jesus of course and where's the last one and the last one was almost 18 years ago and she wanted to have children I didn't want to have children do you regret not having children not at all I have a goddaughter that I love so like do you don't own. want kids no no and do you, and what now. sign are you cancer oh a moody little thing huh Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it does anything to the I mean, and I think some people yeah. are made to be good parents. Some people I don't. I'm glad I don't mm -hmm. have children. I mean, you know, I, I, I choose a different lifestyle. We need to take a break for our sponsor. And I want to tell you about something really cool. Okay. You might like this. So pay attention. Okay. Want thicker, shiny, stronger hair? I know you're losing a little bit of your hair, but you're losing still sexy. Sexy, right? Okay. Simon, this is for you. Yes. Want dramatic results, not surgically? You can just by wearing LC Pro, the laser cap company, for 30 minutes, three times a week. Now, I have used this. This thing is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love laser stuff because even though I have great hair, I got to keep it thick for television. You've got great hair. Yeah, thank you. LC Pro is the celebrity choice for hair restoration therapy. It fits discreetly under any hat of your choice. You can wear it at home, on the go, in the car, wherever. LC Pro is proven laser therapy. This is like FDA approved. Okay, mm -hmm. this is not something that was a hokey pokey hocus pocus. Okay, <laughs> you can treat your hair loss and promote hair growth. It's the latest innovation in hair thinning treatments, and it's revolutionizing how doctors treat hair loss today. You should have to go I to the to doctor and get plugs and the whole thing. You don't have to do this, and this is so cost affordable. LC Pro has been featured on the Today Show. The doctors endorsed by hair restoration physicians nationwide. It's the choice that they go to for fast non-surgical results. Forget the wigs, forget the camouflage. You know those little spray things that people put on their head. Yeah. Using LC Pro promotes hair regrowth and the follicle level. It will not only reverse your hair loss, it will improve the quality of your hair. So if you've got thin hair and you want to make it thicker, this is your, your thing. Making it thicker, fuller, and shinier. Invest in your beauty and confidence. You are worth it. Visit lasercap.com slash celebrities for details. I'm telling you, this is the bomb product. I saw this um, at Jill Zarin's party not too long ago, and I can't tell you, it's thick, thick, thick on top for me, and i got to keep it that way for television, so try it out. It's really great. And you, my dear, well, me, even I though you're still sexy, he is handsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he has. Just so I'm you know, Simon stage. is really hot. He looks a little yeah. like a French Jason Statham. So if you want to know what he oh. looks like, he's a little French you know, Jason. Do I Statham. look like like Kevin Spacey? Because most people no. have been telling me on and on. You really look like Kevin Spacey. My own agent says that. He said, you're the French Kevin Spacey. No, oh, very you're very good looking. You're, you're dressed very, very house looking. of cards right now, too. I think your style is... But I think you're very sexy, you. and yeah. you you don't look Jewish. So, I mean, that puts you to a 10 my points. my grandmother. Not that I don't like... Yeah, but you don't have, like, the big nose and stuff. He's very handsome, very sexy. Well, you can you. check him out on his radio show. Um, one of the things I want to talk to you about, because we only have, like, a few minutes left, is that when you're dating someone, okay, mm -hmm. people always ask me, when is it too soon to have sex so you can still get them in a monogamous committed relationship? So I have my theories, but you're a guy, yeah. Simon. So what would be, you're dating a girl, you said like when you were 14, you wanted to have sex, she didn't, obviously that's too young. Yes. But now you're 40 what? Seven. Seven. So you meet a girl, three dates, you really like her. Do you expect sex in those first three dates? No. 
No, I think that I expect sex in the first, after three to five, three to six. I think uh, if, if it happens, it's wonderful. But I need to get to know you now better. And I've been through enough <laughs> crazy moments where I know it's better be safe than sorry. So I think you take your time. If you do it on the first day, remember that the man will not look at you as marriage material. He will look at you. So it's like, true. So it's true. Woman. Yeah. I, I mean, most men will say, you know, she's an easy girl. She's done it with me the first time. She's going to do it with everybody else before me. So no. Okay. I mean, there's some exceptions to the rule, so I say, hold on. So, hold could, so I held when last boyfriend I had, I waited six dates, and he was about to torture me. And they were over <laughs> like I had gone away for two weeks. So it was like once a week, once a week, he had to drive to me from Orange County. Right. Um, what if you know someone? I have a couple of friends who are who like are friends with coworkers and stuff, and they know someone for a couple of years, and you know, one of them is going out next weekend. Can she have sex on that first date? Because she she's already had the preset for the. When you said time. sex, like just make out oral sex, would just. What if they go the whole, whole fall Monty? Would he think like less of her, even though he knows her for two years? Yeah. He really it's would. So it's to. just a psychological mindfuck man thing. Now, Sandra's going to totally disagree yeah, let's, with you. Let's so, Todd, Sandra. not necessarily. Uh, for me, instead of counting dates, I, I like to think about uh, establishing establishing a baseline of rapport, integrity, and respect. So mm-hmm. that can happen over a few texts and one date. It can happen over five dates. But it's once I get a sense that the person really gets me as a person mm-hmm. and and what my values are. Oh yeah, let's get it. And and I mean, let's get it on. Like I've had enough people who've wanted to go to marriage with me that like I kind of just need to calm down and probably have sex sooner, <laughs> more, more than anything. But for me, yeah, it's not a, a thing about counting dates. It's do they really get who you are before you? And I and I don't think do I don't it. think there's wrong with having the conversation. So like I say to women, okay, so you want to have sex quick? Have a conversation. You know, like say to them, what what is this? What what are we doing here? You know, and say what's your plan? I would say to a guy, what's your plan? And just stop. Don't speak. Let the rubber band stretch, the awkward pause, and he'll fill it in. He'll say, "Look, I just, I just want to have fun. Or, uh, you know, I so want to take you out." Or he's making plans for you to meet his mother in three weeks. Who knows? It's, yeah. a, it's a great point because I believe you learn everything if you ask all the questions. Instead of women go on a date and expect all the questions to be asked to them, and they're wasting the valuable time. You want to know who he is, what he mm-hmm. wants from you. So instead of waiting for all the questions to come to you and say, "Oh, he's really into me," do the contrary. Ask him who he is, how is his ex, why is not, why he's single. All the questions and listen to him carefully. He'll tell you all. All you got to do is ask questions. Stop being so passive on dates. So, Simon, do you think that there's a girl for you there Absolutely. for Absolutely. Are you dating anyone now? No. No. So no. how long has it been since you had a girlfriend? A girlfriend? June. So. June. Oh, so okay. So you're new too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long did you go out with her? Four months. Oh, okay. Yeah. What went wrong? Uh... She she was too jealous for my taste. Ooh, yes. ooh, jealous is bad. I cannot, yes. you know, I've passed the age to be asked constantly where you go. Where yes. She was that kind of jealous you know, like at that, your that age? Kind. Yes. How old was she, 25? No, she was 40. Oh, she was a good age, normal age for you. Yeah, so, oh, I'm but, a, so you go, so is it true in Europe, Pat Allen says um, American women need to get their asses to Europe to get a man because mm-hmm. the men don't care about age, they just care about the quality. And here it's all ageism, ageism. We hear this in LA all the time, right? We're talking oh, yeah. about, we're talking Talking about now the women in Hollywood, is it a great time for women in Hollywood? No, it is not. Because some of the greatest actresses in Hollywood over 40 are not getting work. And we're not talking Melrose Street here, okay? <laughs> we're talking your basic actress. And they're saying that, you know, there's a there's an age gap between men and women. Men will work forever. Women will cut off at 40 and they're done. You don't see a movie from them again. It's true. It's sad. You know? It's, it's sad. And we, then we, they're getting differences in money. You know, Jennifer uh, Lawrence was talking about how she got all, she barely got the money that all the guys got on American Hustle or any of these other movies. True. And it's just a terrible time for women because we're starting to talk about it with Patricia Arquette. Thank God she opened her mouth and said, you know, and I, I get yelled at all the time because I speak up in meetings. And if I were a man and I spoke up with the things that I say, which are concrete information, mm-hmm. I would have never gotten shot down. I would have ended up becoming the president of the network. Now it's like, who are you, bitch? Why are you talking at a turn? And it's like, sorry, this is my fucking money. I don't have a husband to take care of me. I take care of my stepfather. And this is my money. And if you don't like my speaking up, uh, right. I created the show. I made the show, Millionaire Matchmaker. This yeah, is yeah. my idea, my trademark. You know, you need to listen to me. Not that we, we, my new network is fabulous, by the way. They don't do that. I love you, Mark Jarris. But I was just thinking, <laughs> like, you know, 
right now it's so hard for uh, well, women America to be women. It's the country of, of fresh. Everything has to be fresh. Fresh, and fresh is young. All right. Mm -hmm. Anybody past 40 in the branding and the marketing is not fresh. So I'm past fresh because I'm 47. And I think that no, in no, no, France, no. it's that's not. All, like that. uh, that's all mindset, isn't it? Oh, no, but the reframe, reframe. The branding in America is in <laughs> LA. And no, but he's talking about how if you get your yeah, ass to Europe, yeah. um, French, Italian, British, they love us over there. And they the, love the, us. The, the, the women, if you take Catherine Deneuve, the actress, oh. who's still oh. in, okay, Catherine Deneuve, oh. if you take, or others, Ornella Muti, or the yeah. Italian. I mean, Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Yeah. Every, the, the Italian men loved her until she's almost 70. Here, it's true, past 40, where are you? Gone, mm -hmm. back in the Midwest where you're from. Something like that. So it's just... It's like Julia Roberts is over 40. Now, now here's... Works, now, here, some once in a while, but here's an interesting thought. So I get always the request for Jennifer Aniston. I go, she's 46. Oh, but she's different. So in other words, if she were single and not with Justin, I could fix her up with every one of my guys because they still think of her as the girl and friends. They like clocked her at 33 and shut off the meter. And it's strange because they, and they do that with J-Lo too. But say Julia Roberts, oh, when she was younger, Everybody, certain rationale when she's younger, but not J Lo and Jennifer Aniston. It's kind Angeloni, of a Angeloni, Angelina Jolie. Well, I think that people are scared of her. She she's was always the girl that they loved but got intimidated by. They were afraid of her. They like she's hot but she's scary. She doesn't have that smile, that inviting smile. I personally think she's, she's seductive. I think she's the most yeah. beautiful woman in Hollywood. I mean, mm -hmm. that's my, my. I would date her if I were a lesbian, you know, or a, a straight man. <laughs> but but the point of the story is, is like so many women are get once they get over this certain age, it's like they're done. You know, Jennifer Garner, you know, now with the Ben Affleck divorce, she will make I think a she's, beautiful. she's dropped it yeah. gorgeous to me. You gorgeous. know, Alias was one of my favorite shows. She will make that comeback and hopefully the gates will open, you know. But it's harder for her than for Ben. Mm -hmm. Ben is easy. Oh, ben right. is Ben is gonna be Batman. Like Ben is forty five, what is he like forty four years old? He's gonna be Batman for crying out loud. Would you put him in Batman? No. I don't know. I think it looks he's a good looking guy. I mean, I think this couple yeah, both I mean, are really good looking. He ain't, Matt, he ain't Matt Damon, honey, after seeing the Martian. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. We'll guy we'll bring you guys back. You're fabulous, both of oh, you, Sandra. You okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And Simon. and Simon, we love you both. Sa you. Sandra, where can we find you? Uh sexnerdsandra.com, sexnerdsandra on Nerdist and iTunes, and I'm around, I do speaking gigs all around the country. And Simon, where can we find you? Ahat Media, the rendezvous with Simon and Kim. That's, okay. That's the way to Jules, if anybody goes to Auckland, where can they get a massage? Um, Ponsonby. Pons Just come to Ponsonby. Okay, but where can they find you? On Facebook, where are you? Yeah. Facebook. Well, Jules, what's your Facebook information? <laughs> Hello? She's like checked out. She has gone on a plane two days ago. She hasn't had sleep much. I've, I've really looked. To so tell you Jules, the truth, I've only just got on Facebook, so I really don't know. Okay. Well, we're still getting on Instagram. We're trying here. Ponsonby okay. is a neighborhood. Okay. You want people to just wander around Ponsonby <laughs> and try and find me. you? They'll find me. Jules Bonnie and Ponsonby. Oh, Tara Suckman, where can they find you? Oh, TaraSutphin.com. S-U-T-P-H-E-N. Okay. We will see you next time on the Love and Sex Report. Next up, we're going to talk to Christopher Renstrom about the astrology for the end of the new year, as well as the Hollywood witch for Halloween. See you soon.